And now, NAI Pop presents a unique show where two dads talk about the topics that interest them. Sports, wrestling, and a splash of pop culture information to help them survive in a world of wives and kids. Now, please welcome your hosts, professional wrestler and new dad, Scotty Slade, and retired executive and seasoned dad, Jamie Jamikowski. Welcome to For the Pops on the NAI Pop Network. What's in the box? What's in the box? It's episode seven of For the Pops. I'm Scotty Slade, and I'm here with none other than my tag team partner, Jamie J. Mikowski. Jamie. Hey, Slade. How are you today? Have you recovered since the uh, dramatic loss? You know what? I've, much like the rest of my life, I've made a decision to put chaotic wrestling behind me, and I'm also (laughs) going to put the last episode of For the Pops behind me with that terrible um, quiz you set me up against my former partner, Mark Beaudry. I had a nice garbage. mini vacation from these quizzes. It was garbage. Don't worry. We'll, we'll be back Complete. on track of me, oh, doing, I'm looking the, forward to me tonight. doing the job. You know, if, if this was back in the days when I used to get to name Cold Fury, this is this is For the Pops 7, Payback's a Bitch. <laughs> you know, basically the entire quiz tonight is about our guest Brian Fury's family and personal life. It's just... <laughs> well, it's like, joke's what's... on you. I've been stalking him for years, <laughs> so when I uh, outduel him like Beaudry did you. But speaking of Fury... As, uh, as people, if this is the first time listening, we like to bring on a rotating guest uh, so that there's always three people to chime in because Jamie doesn't always like to chime in. So this week, we are bringing in Brian Fury. When did this podcast turn into Slade shits on Jamie? Is no, this, it's not shits this, on Jamie. Is this payback for, for never giving you the heavyweight title? No, this is payback for when I which was I'm, trying which, to... Which I'm hoping is on the list today, uh, is Slade's future heavyweight title chances <laughs> in chaotic wrestling. It's, and that's if, what if Fury's not, it, gonna it go. should be. Yeesh. This is, no, this is just me getting back to you from last night. Or, Excuse me? Uh, when I was trying to send you texts, and we were trying to talk about the show prep, and I'm getting one-word answers. All right. You, you know, Brian, you can jump in and start talking whatever. But no, we have a rule in our house. I have a 14-year-old daughter now. So now, like, if we're at the dinner table, or last night we did uh, we did modified family movie night at home. No elbows on the dinner table? Uh, I don't care about that. But <laughs> what, what we try to do is no devices anymore. Because what was happening was, like, we'd sit down to watch a movie or have dinner, and we're all... It's like the stupid, what is it, the Verizon or the Xfinity commercial where everybody's on there. I mean, David, turn it off. So now... Turn we, off the Wi-Fi. Now what we do is we either leave them down in the kitchen, or or sometimes what we'll do is... It's really weird. Like, if we're watching a movie, we'll make a rule where, like, one of us can keep it on them, only because, like, when you're watching a movie and you want to, like, check something like, oh, what was she in? And you're, like, you go on IMDb or something. That's what we keep it up there for. <laughs> But kiss my ass, both. This yeah. this so this, that, so this is going to be the so second. The, butler, po- the butler's the one that holds the phone. Can, can I just tell you, I have I have been like dreading the day Fury comes on this podcast. For anybody who doesn't know, somehow in my in my personal and professional life, Brian, you and I have known each other for probably over a decade now. Very long time. Yes, we've done now two businesses together. Yes, um, Brian actually bought and took over the old wrestling school from me, which he's turned into he? successful NEPWA. Yep. Yeah. Oh, oh, the the wrestling school. Yes. The NEPWA, yes, yes. and now he's in the process of purchasing. By by the time this airs, Hopefully. Brian will have purchased Chaotic Wrestling from me. Yes. Um. So we've done this, but Brian is like he's like my Lex Luthor. He's my Joker. Like whenever I see Brian, whatever I do wrong, Brian's there to see. Brian was there today. I happened to wear two different black shoes, and I'm the one that called you out on and it. And he was the one who called me out on it. Brian was the one who, when we had dinner one night, it was this weird little merge onto the highway where an 18-wheeler <laughs> flew up on me, and I had to, and, and there's there's Brian, instantly after I almost get killed by an 18-wheeler, there's Fury texting me, hey, nice job merging. Every, like, failure in my life 
Brian Fury is front and center for. So I've been dreading this podcast since we started. You notice I've, I've like tried to schedule guests well in advance, so there hasn't been a spot. Yeah, it's because every time I came to you, and I was like, when are we going to bring Brian on? Uh, sorry, Crockett's book that yeah, week. And I, I brought Crockett on <laughs> twice in place of him. Crockett and Tarzan both on twice. It's pretty pretty interesting. But here it is. The I'm, day- just, I'm excited to be on a pop culture podcast with my two friends that know the least about pop culture. What do you no, mean? Know. What are you talking Spice about? Slade lives under a rock. We are trendy. He lives under <laughs> a rock. He knows absolutely nothing. That's not true. You Jamie, gotta be careful. You bury me too much, and I beat you at the pop culture Jamie quiz. Jamie is so old; he just knows about like <laughs> 1950s Batman serialized television shows. I was watching the Golden Girls last night. I, well, oh, don't get was, me wrong; I love the Golden it Girls. It was a great episode. It was a great episode. Uh, this Ro- is, this uh, Blanche's boyfriend had a heart attack, and she didn't want to go visit him in the hospital. Okay, so. What's Sophia have to say about that? <laughs> Picture it. <laughs> Picture 1927. it. 1927. But, Fury, so when we brought Johnny Case, anybody that's uh, listening, because clearly we've got this huge pop culture following that might not know much about the wrestling world. Um, <coughs> you're in the process. By the time this airs, you should have officially signed the paper that Jamie's been dragging his feet on. But you would have Lord. signed the paper uh, now that you'll be the owner of Chaotic Wrestling. Do you have anything to, to kind of say about becoming a fresh new owner of an independent company? No, I'm just, I'm really, really excited. Um, for anybody that doesn't know, I retired from professional wrestling in December of 2016. And that was so I could really focus more on the school and, and really building that up. And then I always had it somewhere in the back of my head that I wanted to run shows and run a promotion of my own, whether that meant starting something up on my own or... Obviously, having something like this fall into my lap and be able to take advantage of it, that was always a goal of mine and something that I wanted to do eventually. The fact that this came up now and I'm able to do it uh, just a year after retiring, I am super excited. I am very motivated and ready to see where uh, Chaotic Wrestling can go now that uh, it's in the hands of a feeble young man. My only regret in all of this was, and it goes back to the night I announced it to the roster, and you all there <laughs> got, a, got a, a, a sliver of what could have been. I wish I was 10 years younger. Um, Because that was part of my reason of moving on. I'm, you know, I talk about my 14 year old daughter, different stage of my life, don't have the time, energy, or inclination to be in PAV halls on Friday nights anymore. Just, I've done, anyway. So the night. And what are you doing this Friday? um, Golden Girls is actually on. on Just making sure. (laughs) There's a Who's Line marathon on on Up Now. (laughs) But I think my favorite moment of the announcement was I make the announcement, I say, and, and now, and nobody knew Fury was involved. So announce Fury. And I don't remember what you said. As he got up there, he said what he just said about, you know, he's always wanted to do this. And for a while, he thought he'd start his own and run against Chaotic, of which I immediately shot back. Yeah, that would have gone well. And then I said, yeah, it would have. And all of a sudden, <laughs> and admittedly, there was this weird, awkward moment where we both backed off because it's like, <laughs> this is going to get nasty. But if you're at you know, we're kind of recording these back to back, but I, on the last podcast, I told the story about when Steve Bradley started up WFA. Yeah. And that was the first real challenge to Chaotic. And I think WFA got better. I think Chaotic got a lot better. No, it definitely helped both and, promotions. Yeah. And honestly, if I had one, not a regret, but if you know, there was like a magic time machine, I wish I could go back and be okay. I'm 10 years younger. Chaotic Training Center and Chaotic Wrestling keeps going. And Brian Fury, now at your age currently, yep. so we're almost peers at that point, is now running WFA. I think that would have been amazing because because unfor- one of my big things is, and hey, it's not a business. It's not a this is, yeah <laughs> yeah all right let's see, yeah boy you know what I, fact <laughs> I, I would have gotten I would have gotten to add another name to my whiteboard 
<laughs> yeah, okay. Some someday, like I said, I'm, I'm not doing another chaotic show. Oh. Not no, seriously. Oh, he's, he's fired up. That's no, for sure. I'll tell you, when we started talking about WFA on the last show, and you brought up something else. Yeah, the the, um, the job that uh, the champ did. Oh, yeah. I He t- talked about uh, Billy Cripps tonight jobbing up in, in WFA in, in 18 seconds or whatever. Local champion gets destroyed <laughs> by D. And I got to tell you, on that last podcast, I started to get heated. I'm getting heated with him now. Because <laughs> I didn't even do anything yet. It doesn't matter. But no, I, like I said, I, I think that would have been amazing because one of my big things is in New England, and I guess it was my parting shot with all the other promoters who hate me already, there's really no, been no real challenge for how we do business lately. It's like now everybody kind of sucks because everyone kind of gets along. Yeah, everybody, and everybody works together. Works yeah. together. And <laughs> Imagine that, that. And that's <laughs> that sucks. That's boring. I'm, I'm glad I'm getting out. Bunch of bunch of wusses but, around but here now. Know, back it's, back in back in my day. Oh, brother. But yeah, so just like Brian said, he's going to be the the new owner of Caddick Wrestling. So in a few short yeah. years, he went from uh, owning a school, retiring from wrestling, uh, buying a company. He's going to get married next year. Yeah, he's, this he's year. A, yeah, this year. Yeah. And, and he's already a dad to a grown man named Ricky. So <laughs> Brian's got all the bases covered. So. Um, so, so so what do we have coming up today, Slade? So what we have coming into this is we wanted to kind of look forward into 2018. And the best way to do that is to try to touch on everything. Movies, TV, kind of what's going on out in the world. And it's going to be like a round robin type thing. We'll come back from break. We'll start t- uh, tagging on all these type of subjects and things of that nature. We'll take a break and then later on we're going to talk about the NFL. Unless, you know, Jamie decides to destroy that one too. Um, and then what, what do I do now? You're terrible at fantasy, that's for sure. Yeah. Oh God, Jesus Christ! You're so you don't bad really at know fantasy. anything about NFL. He's so bad at fantasy that anytime anybody beats him, he just kicks him out of the league. And then uh, just right. every year I start a new league. It's just easier that way. And then we'll end it with me winning the Pour the Pops quiz. So we can play, we'll see what happens. We can play the audio of Brian saying, "I don't know anything about pop culture." We'll see what happens. And I'll come back like a rising phoenix. So let's take that break. You're listening to For the Pops Podcast and the NEI Pop Network. After these messages, we'll be right back. My name is Jason Maltop. I am Liam Strager. And I'm Bill Neville. And live every Wednesday night on NewAgeInsiders.com and the Mixler app, we're taking topics and thousands of fan perspectives and bringing them to your airwaves. And don't forget, we'll be live and taking your calls before and after every single WWE pay-per-view that we do not attend. But wait, there's more. You can also subscribe to our Patreon page by visiting Patreon.com and searching for New Age Insiders. And with plans starting at just $2 a month, there's an affordable option for everyone. Monday Rewards, Tuesday Rewards, exclusive pay pay-per-view rewards exclusive shows why wouldn't you become a patreon and we will see you wednesday night at eight o'clock we out you know the best cure for a case of the mondays i don't know vodka no 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 it's the wrestling podcast about nothing this is referee mike crockett and i'm pro wrestler kingpin brian malonis every week we're pulling back the curtain on the world of wrestling it's a wpan nothing more nothing less mondays only on the nai network Break and you're listening to For the Pops Podcast in the AI Pop Network. I'm Scotty Slade, as always, joined by Jamie J. Mikowski. Hello, hello. And our third guest today is none other than Brian Fury. Still here. I'm so nervous. There's no reason to be I'm nervous. So, I'm so anxious about this guest. You know, it, it blows my mind because uh, what you were anxious about is what I was anxious about, but clearly he's gotten into your head a lot worse than me. I, I told you before, like, Fury's my kryptonite. He's how my. Do you think, how do you think I feel? And I'm his best friend. 
He's not my best That's friend. He tells me. <laughs> really? <laughs> wow. But anyway. <laughs> Do you watch Curb at all, Jamie? He doesn't like it. Oh, that is the worst God. show. One of the worst shows on television. Yeah. Well, then this it's is terrible. Go nice and smooth then. <laughs> so we wanted to kind of talk. I don't understand, Curb, why you would just sit there and listen to people bitch and complain and whine. For, for 60 minutes at a time. Well, that's what we would do for all the pre-meeting of uh, chaotic shows. Yeah, right. I live that. Why do I want to watch it? That's true. Ugh. Terrible. So we want to look forward to 2018. Best way to do that is to kind of check out the movies that are coming out, some TV shows that are around the corner, and <sighs> some big events. Um, I'll touch on this one first because to me, like, it might be bigger to you guys, maybe not as much as me. I'm not a huge person that's into the Olympics. But we got the Winter Olympics this year. Winter Olympics. And one thing to look out for and, is... And where are they? Do you want me to say that? Pyeongchang, South Korea? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, where are they? Yeah, Pyeongchang, South Korea. Uh, I just want to watch curling. I love curling. I could watch, Cur- I could curling's watch that awesome. all day long. Curling is, do you watch curling? No. Why? You even know what curling is? I know what curling is, yes. And then they get the two brooms. And it's awesome. <laughs> like, <laughs> so awesome. See, I never knew you liked curling. But you know who, who loves curling? Todd Fat Pan Sinclair. Oh, okay. Because I remember one night, I'm sitting at home, because apparently I'm old and that's what I do now, and I'm watching TV, and it was like the... Um, with the International Curling Championships. All right. And I texted Fat Pants. I'm like, you got to turn it on. But curling's, curling is amazing. It's a lot of fun. It's like all this is like tons of fast motion to create slow motion. Yep. You've got like the, what, what's the big gimmick called? <laughs> I don't even know. The, the big the stone. like the handle on it, right? Yeah, yeah but the stone goes get, really they slow. They get really low and they do but the then little. You got the, the two, and I, then you got the two people, and I, I like women's curling better, but, but you watch it, and then you get two people going really, really fast with the brooms. Yeah, you get to, you get oh, it's it. awesome. Why do you like women's curling better? Because they're better looking than the guys. Oh, shut up, right. Fury. I mean, shut up. <laughs> shut up. Right now. Didn't say anything. Shut up. I just thought you because you were going to try to say they're better with brooms. I In general, I'm much more of a summer Olympics guy than winter yeah, Olympics it, guy. I like I, mean, I like winter more. Interesting. Winter more than summer. Like if, if you were to say to me like what what events do I watch in the Summer Olympics? It's a stretch for me to even remember what events are in the Summer Olympics. That's because you like what, what, figure skating is the Winter Olympics one, right? Well, you know, oh, uh, okay. are we going to talk about I Tanya this week? The Tanya oh, Harding. Oh, that's right. Film? That, that comes out with with Margot. Rot- We're not talking about that, are we? I don't see them. All right, fine. We. Can, I mean, we can. I mean, she's done enough apologizing. No, I like I like I like Olympic hockey. I actually like Olympic hockey better than I like the NHL. Okay. I think there's more Fair enough, more action. Right? I actually like um, I like some I like the uh, skiing events. I like a lot of the downhill skiing <laughs> events. Skiing events. What about bobsled? What about it? Cool Runnings was a good movie. Well, I like Cool Runnings. Speaking of movies, get ready for another one. Yeah, look at that segue. <laughs> What's it? Wow, <laughs> this is why this is why we got together. He's a, he's a professional. <laughs> no, the uh, women's Nigerian bobsled team will compete. That's this is marking the first time ever the African nation is represented at the Winter Games. Wow. Really? Yeah. So, oh, wow. so like cool runnings too. If that, well, I think that's kind of um, <laughs> racist, but that's okay. I mean, it's is it though? Is that racist? Different though? nations. Why does it gotta be? It wouldn't be called cool runnings. Yeah. I don't think. No. It'd have a name, but I don't know. Yeah, it would have to have a name. But yes, get that movie. We don't then. need another bobsled movie. You know what I can't get into though? It's like <laughs> I know in the Olympics now they've kind of transitioned. Have you ever watched the X Games in your life? Once or twice. And then they started happening every year, and I was like, well, don't really But care. now it's like in the Winter Olympics, I know. They've, they've kind of transitioned some well, of those events. Is it, and I don't know the name of it off the, off the top of my head. There's, there's games that follow the Winter Olympics um, that ESPN uh, will kind of host, and they're actually putting in a video game section, which is kind of like the biggest nod to the video game. Scotty Slade can finally be an Olympic uh, athlete. Scotty Slade can finally be an athlete. can finally be a professional <laughs> athlete. i got my Overwatch T-shirt on. Yeah, I'm right for some first-person shooters, so. 
gross. But no, they start to add in like some of the X Games events now. It's like they have like yeah, they uh, started to recognize some which, of them, which which is fair. You have to, you have to now. But um, I'm trying to think, like uh, like I said, like hockey, speed skating is kind of cool too. That's all like, right. Like when you watch yeah. it again, I I, well, I listen. You watch it for the wipeouts. Yeah, I don't think anybody, or I should say, I don't, I don't watch like Olympic isn't appointment viewing for me. Like you don't sit there like, oh, this event's on at this time, I gotta watch it. But if you're sitting around, like you'll flip it on if it's something that catches your eye. Yeah. Like you said, I can watch, like you said, speed skating. I can watch speed skating for a little bit. When it comes to like winter sports, I think the only thing I'm really good at is when you go down the slope in the snowboard and you come off and you have to try to get as many rotations as possible before you land. <laughs> <You're> so <laughs> shut up. He's talking about a video game, Mario Party. We have to press buttons in combination to be able to do the spins, and he's not good at it at all. I'm pretty good. So, Brian, as as <laughs> as Slade's daughter gets older, you're like going to help raise her a little bit, right? Oh, like yeah, you're going to be like the good uncle because I see the pictures online. She's a sweetheart. Yeah, Fury and Nikki are, are bona fide uh, Uncle Fury, Auntie Nikki. Because yeah. he can't be the only male influence no. in her life. Girl. No. You, you've got to help. No, look at you. She'll turn out like your daughter. If that's the case, <laughs> hey, my 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 daughter. Wait a minute, my daughter is wait, very. Wait a minute, my daughter is very fashion forward, into theater. Yeah, likes doesn't. Okay, I see what you're saying there. I got you. All right, yeah. there's nothing wrong with all no, those things. It, However, there is she's yeah. yeah my daughter's a very girly girl. I've, very, I've had a great very, influ- very I've had a good influence girl. on her. That's good. <laughs> I won't tell you about the Sephora New Year sale that we're hitting up after we're done at this podcast. Another today. part of the Olympics that I don't like is <laughs> you can't watch them live a lot of times if they're in foreign countries yeah. and stuff. They're always tape delay and stuff like that. A lot of times you get the results ahead of time. And that was like a huge controversy. If you, like, Remember, was it, was it a few years ago where NBC, they did like some weird thing where it was like, they, they, I want to say they called it like not quite live or live to tape or something. And they got berated because it was like they were presenting it as live. But it wasn't. Right. It had actually been taped earlier. Which is why For the Pops podcast does not represent itself as a live podcast. Correct. I think what other, what other, like, uh, and then, like, sometimes I think as they lead up to it, they start build like, Lindsay Vaughn. Everybody knows who she is. Right, yeah. So if I know, but I think she's hurt again. Like, Lindsay Vaughn, I would watch sure. her. You have <laughs> so you no know, idea. Yeah, I know Lindsay Vaughn. Do you have okay. any idea who Lindsay Vaughn is? No. That Lindsay Vaughn. I know who Mo Vaughn is. I know who Vince Vaughn is. I don't know Lindsay Vaughn. Wow, that's right. that's pathetic. What yeah. do you know anything about Rick Vaughn? I know him too. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'll, I'll, I'll give you, I'll, I'll give you Rick, Ricky Vaughn. But with that segue, I'm gonna. All right, what's next on the docket? Cha- changing here? the subject away from the 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 Winter Olympics. So since we're talking about Rick Vaughn and movies, so upcoming some the of the king movies, of segues, huh, Fury? Yeah, such a awesome segue. That was good. Some of the movies that are going to be coming out this year, which one that I'm personally excited for is the uh, new Black Panther movie from Marvel. Why are you excited for it? I, you know the I thought Black Panther made Civil War. Okay. I, I I wouldn't say he made it, but he was really good. He was definitely awesome in it. I I know I had this argument with Fury at one point, and I'm going to take some heat off you, Jamie. Like when I watched Civil War, it I felt if if Black Panther was not in that movie, yeah, I don't know if it would have been a good movie. Really? Wow. I I don't understand that reasoning. Did you like uh, Black Panther's appearance in Thor t- Thor three? Yeah, it was good. Yeah. See. He didn't even see it. You haven't seen Thor. Th- you, haven't <laughs> seen, you haven't seen Ragnarok. I have not seen Runs Ragnarok. Yet. Runs are pop culture I've not seen Ragnarok yet. <laughs> <laughs> didn't see the second best movie of the year last year. That's right. Unreal. I haven't had like a in in the top tier of Marvel slash superhero movies. Uh-huh. Jumped right in. You didn't see it. Top two or three. I have not mastered the 
uh, getting the kid a babysitter, being able to go to the movies. Well, why don't you go to the Mommy and Me showings that they have in the mornings? Well, actually, it's funny you say that. My wife said that we should go to Chunky's because we wouldn't <coughs> catch as much heat if we were sitting at... Actually, it was your podcasting partner who told you that Chunky's would be a good idea. Hey, who was? I told you that. No, my wife did. Okay, sure. Yeah. Did, so, did you say it on me. the air? Yeah. No, I think I sent you... In, in, uh, yeah, right, you so know it's what, not documented. So you're most excited for Black Panther? I, See, th- I put I put Black Panther like where I was with uh, was Ant Man a few years ago, Doctor Strange. I put it on that second tier. That I'll go. I'll probably see it, or if I miss it, I wouldn't be heartbroken. I'll catch it when it comes out. Having like if if Black Panther wasn't in anything previously, I would have felt that same way. But he was so awesome in in Civil War that I am looking forward to it. I'm excited for it. But I wouldn't put it as like my. Most well, clearly the anticipated the Infinity movie. War that's going to be coming out next. It's next year, right? I, I didn't miswrite this, that. This year, yeah. This, this year. year. This year. We're in 2018. Oh man! No, no matter still, when we're recording and I'm when this releases, I'm still sitting in releases. December in my head. Um, and even the last show was the Infinity Stones number that's six. That's right. Um, yeah, I would imagine that Infinity War is going to going to take it as best movie of 2018. It looks fantastic. But you know what? I have a question for you guys. The best movie? Uh, interesting. As I was looking well, at... Really? I mean, look, don't give me... I'm, I'm not going to say what the best movie is prior to seeing any of the movies this Why, year. That, that's something Wh- that which you one do you, you which one flashback you... audio where it's like, Brian Fury called it. Fury, <laughs> which one are you most looking forward to? I mean, I'm most looking forward to Infinity, Infinity War. War. Obviously, it's you get like, how long? Eight, nine years worth of build-up towards it? Something like that. That's also eight, nine years of potential letdown, too. There's a, there's, a lot be. To, there's a lot to live up it to. It better be better than Avengers 2, that's for sure. I love, a lot of sequels I, this year. I, love, I was going to say that. There are a ton of sequels this year. There are also a ton of comic book movies this year, superhero movies this year. Incredibles 2. Incredibles 2. Ant-Man um, 2. Deadpool 2. Yeah. Come I, on, keep, keep going. There's another one you're missing. I, s- I saw the end, article. End of the year. He swims with fishes. He swims <laughs> with the fishies. Under the sea. Not really looking forward Under to that the sea. That's not a sequel, though. Did um, no, part two? No, I was just saying. You said sequels. I said superhero movies. Okay, yeah. yeah. Venom. Venom's coming out. Venom's this coming year. out. What about the Mary Poppins remake, Jamie? I'm I'm a hundred percent on board. I'm very excited for that. Hundred percent on board. To, uh, who did they get to cast Mary Poppins? Amelia Clark, right? Is that no, no, Emily Blunt. Yes, that's right. Emily Blunt. Okay. And yeah. then um, I don't know why I said. And that. then the guy from Hamilton, Lin Manuel Miranda, is in the chimney sweep role. He's not Bert, but he's in the. He's not, no. No, it's not a straight up remake. It's actually it's actually a sequel. It's a sequel to the nineteen sixty something. I'll take I'll take a sequel. The prequel, I'm not a fan of, but I'm sequel. sorry, what? I said prequels, I'm not Oh, a fan. I th- I thought you were saying you didn't like the first Mary Poppins no, and I was about no, to throw you if, out and the podcast. <laughs> no, if we're Legitimately ta- one of my favorite movies no, of all Malefic- time. Like the Maleficent, like how they just revamped the entire story. I despise Maleficent. I didn't I didn't yeah, completely, was, ruin, but that's what I mean. like, completely ruin that character. When you when you yeah. do a prequel, like you, so much can be set to change things around. So, yeah, Malefic- Maleficent was neither here nor there for me. It was there. She was the biggest heel in the Disney universe, yeah. and then they made her babyface, yeah. big time. That's a huge deal. But even on, like I was saying, I I know you guys are both comic fans. God knows I am. At what point are they going to hit saturation with the number of superhero movies? I mean, when I was like before the show, the more DC comes out with, the more people will start to hate them. Do, uh, why didn't you like Justice League? I would not see it. Why? Because it looks horrendous. You get it. You get it. Okay, I so still have not seen Batman v Superman either. I never will. Why? They fooled me enough. <laughs> well, Jesus. <laughs> Prior. Me. You are like you're like but a you five year old. You saw Wonder Woman. You, you I were... actually own it. I still haven't seen it yet. But I'm I'm actually I want to see Wonder Woman. Yes. No, you are like a five year old eating dinner, who says no, I don't want to eat that. Why? It looks gross. Well, try it. If you eat it and then you hate it. 
See, I'm also giving you some parenting tips here, Slade. Keep out of this for a minute, Slade. Now, <laughs> as, as versus... Okay, great. Batman versus Superman. I saw it. It was but not a good movie. Nobody even said it was a good movie. Nobody said it was a good not a good movie. movie. I still saw it, so I could decide whether or not I liked it. Justice League is a good movie. I've heard. I put very mixed. I put Justice League. Do I think it's as good as you know Wonder Woman, the first Iron Man, the Dark Knight? No, it's not that good. Of course not. Do I put it down in that in that second tier of good movie? Yeah, I think it's better than like some of the bad bad Marvel movies. It's better than Avengers 2. You, as a Batman fan, should despise that movie, everything I've read and heard about it. Which one? Justice League? Yeah. yeah. No, I, I will, I will tell you, say, Batman was the worst part of Justice League. I didn't like the way they did the Batman character. The Flash was nice. Flash was awesome. Uh, I think it, the it, scenes it, with Wonder Woman were good. We played clips from the original one. That was what you were most upset about originally. It, it was, saw, you saw Justice League? I did. But you didn't see Thor. I hate you. I hate Sorry. you so much. I, but I, I had... I, I will tell you, and this, this goes to Fury... The reason you should watch Justice League, probably the best version of Superman since Christopher Reeve. That's what I heard. I know it's not tough, but... The old makeup over the mustache. But no, it was... It is the... the, I think for the first time ever, somebody finally got Superman right on the big screen. It's not that difficult to do. I don't understand why somebody can't. (laughs) I'm not not allowed to be positive about this movie. Just see the movie. Nope. Why? No, thanks. I don't like spinach. That's fine. Have you ever tried it? No. That's fine. That's fine. Let him, I don't want his thing. It let him have gross. his thing. It looks gross. Let him, gross. <laughs> <laughs> let him have his thing. Baby. But my question for you guys is, have you watched the preview of the preview of potentially the preview for what Jurassic? What are you talking about? For Jurassic World? The full trailer. Yes, I've watched the full trailer for Jurassic World. The full World. trailer's out. Have you seen the trailer? I haven't seen He doesn't watch trailers. Why don't you watch trailers? So anyway, so he you, doesn't watch trailers. The only trailers I watch is Star Wars because they do it right. That's no, no. Oh, I remember those are those are his exact words. I remember this conversation from the very first yeah, podcast. If I'm already going to see the movie, why am I going to watch a trailer to excite me to see the movie? I don't. Know, I, I I've been waiting years for footage for something. Maybe no, no. Why? That's no. I'm not going to watch anything to potentially give it away. I didn't watch Batman vs Superman trailer. And I'm glad. That's I did. why you went and saw it in the theater. I'm glad I didn't. Why? Because you wouldn't have gone and seen it because it looked horrendous. The, it didn't look the biggest. The biggest downfall to the trailer for Batman vs Superman was that they showed Doomsday at his most evolved. So if you watched the trailer, then you there was no evolving for you to see from when he first made it on, on screen. Yeah, whatever. That's a bad example. But that that's, a, that's the example. That that's the example good. I used. The only trailer I've watched in like the last couple of years was the um, Star Wars trailer. Last Jedi. For Last Jedi? Yeah. Creed 2 comes out. Now, have year. you seen Last Jedi? Yeah. All right, good. All right. Whew. Yeah. We've seen one popular movie this year. But I really liked it. I, it seems I liked like it. I'm, I'm on an island for that. No, I, I liked it. I liked it. I thought there were... And again, we can do this another another time. Another, I, think, I think we have to have Fury on here for like just like nothing but a Star Wars show or something. It was fine. It was, it was good. I thought... It was fine. It was good. I, I would give it a bump up from fine. I thought it was good. I thought there were a couple of really bad parts. People just forget how the original Star Wars were put together. But you also loved, loved, loved Force Awakens. Yeah, I loved Force Awakens. That was good. No, 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 no. So do you think those two are equal, Force Awakens and Jedi? No, Force Awakens is better. So how can they both just be good? Doesn't like we have to be, like, at least change the inflection in your voice. Like, Force Awakens was good. (laughs) All right. What? We're going to talk about space. Yeah. And we're gonna we got Jamie involved. We got space and money. There's only one topic we need to talk to. And so in 2018, Silicon Valley startup Moon Express, slogan, the moon is Christ, me. Did you find? 
say it will definitely land a craft on the moon, paving the way for a generation of rich space casuals to populate it like it's the latest trendy New York City borough. If the moon mission is successful, it'd be the first private company to land a craft on the moon. The company's final goal? To get folks on the moon and mine it for natural resources. Not a chance in hell. They're really looking uh, good. We're still hoping to launch the lander next year. Um, <coughs> oh, this was, this was when they interviewed him last year. Sorry, I'm in the next year phase. So they're looking for November to be their landing. They're trying to privatize the landing on the moon. Now, Jamie, as somebody that has money to burn, do you think that you would partake in this if the price was right? No. What do you mean? No, no? This, this would terrify me. I would be terrified. Would you do it? If you had unlimited fun slate, you would go to the moon. Yeah. Would you be like excited? Yeah. No. My th- like, ready? I'm gonna I'm gonna downsize it to something that you and I can understand. Yeah. Okay. When I went to Hawaii. Okay. Okay. And I was and I was on the cruise and we were pulling away from Hawaii. Yes. My favorite part of Hawaii was seeing the island from the boat. Okay. And I think if I was going to the moon, my favorite thing would be seeing Earth from the spaceship. See, I think that's different though. If you said to me there was like a, a like a, a flight where I could go up, like into the outer atmosphere and like maybe loop around once and come back, so that's that's that, you're okay. That with, would be okay. Going, going no, to go up there. Like, what if what if you can't get back? What do you mean? What if you can't get back? What if you can't get back? What the, then why do you even leave your house? I, I don't. Didn't you hear Fury when we started? <laughs> I st- I'm old, boring, and I stay home now. Would you ever go to the moon? Why? For what? Just get out of New England. I don't know. Travel. You don't ever travel? I don't go to the friggin' moon. If the it's like, hey, let's go to this deserted desert. It's the moon. Except instead of it being hot, it's freezing cold, and there's no atmosphere. You can't breathe. Cool. Sounds like a blast. Yeah, and and this is also, it's let me pay to be your guinea pig, too. Like, nobody's been to the no, moon no, no, in 50 no, no, years. No, 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 no. Let's Nobody's just, made it to the moon in 50 on. years. Let me give you I'm not saying you're $5 gonna million. The, dollars. I'm not saying you're going to be the first. What, what I'm saying is, what if this becomes a thing? Like what it only happened if it works only work if it's on Mars, like Total Recall. <laughs> and I'll implant memories into you so you can enjoy <laughs> it. But do you know what I mean? Let's no, I'm not saying you're gonna be the test dummy. What I'm saying is this becomes a thing. Let's say that just like their goal, that let's say that there's a like a, a landing. Let's say they can actually start to put things over on the moon so that this way. Okay, so now it's a version of like a Caribbean cruise. It's, it's yeah, it's, I'm sorry. Then maybe okay. I, I premise. So it's it like wrong. going to like, oh yeah, Disney World Moon. Oh man. Yeah. Would you do it? All right, yeah, now I'm on board. Yeah, yeah. Like, like if there's like if there's like a first like there's a first class flight and there's like a nice hotel there and I get to go to the moon and live and yeah, all right, I'm on board now. Yeah. How long does it take to get to the moon? Probably should have researched that. You you it's right. gonna be a lot longer than people complain about a six hour flight to California or something like that. Yeah, but there's no there's no way in hell I'm going to the moon for any reason. Brian, welcome to For the Pops, where you're experiencing Scotty Slade's level of research uh, on any topic. I see all I these just, pieces he, of paper. He, he in cuts and prints a paragraph. What? Just I just want to throw something out there, and we've got plenty of people to uh, back me up on this. Brian Fury is the king of saying he'll never do something and then jump into it wholeheartedly. Oh, because. I said I would never do Twitter. That's his big What other basis examples do you have besides there. Twitter? Well, he kinda, doesn't have any. I took the wind up from underneath my wings on that one. So Twitter was your only example. The moon. Twitter. There was something else. Brian, I, I, I got to say, I noticed there's a lot more aggressiveness on this podcast having you as our guest. That's For some, we're I'm all... A, I'm aggressive and I'm in people's faces. We are, we are all very... I, I don't know. Who wrote the moon rules, number one. The moon. On my car <laughs> with a key. <laughs> <laughs> There's a little Aqua Teen Hunger Force coming for you. What else we got? What's else coming up in 2018? So, I don't know. Clearly, you don't <laughs> like to watch Curb. 
but something oh, else that's on HBO. Ooh. Game, of, Game of Thrones isn't back until 2019, 2019, we just found out. 2019, correct. And Fury and I, we do text each other all the time about Game of Thrones. And it was already known, but it wasn't like official. Right, but say. they made it official. Uh, Westworld is coming out with a season two. Yes! For those that have never seen West... Oh, my God. Jamie's probably never watched it. I did, I tried. How many episodes did you go? Like, well, how many were there? 10, 12? I got like six in, and then it just... You went that far so in and you didn't boring. like it? No, so boring. So boring. So good. So boring. Such an amazing, unique, different concept. The way it was delivered was amazing. I, I loved every aspect of Westworld that you could possibly so think of. So boring. It's too much for Jamie's little head to understand. No, it was too boring. Why, and why was it boring for you? No, just nothing, uh, nothing like ever, like, I don't know. Just, it was boring. If, and again, this kind of falls under the uh, the space travel type deal, but if, if Westworld was a thing, you wouldn't do that either? I'd do Westworld. Well, I don't know. It's a little <laughs> violent. I don't know. I'd do Westworld in a heartbeat. Westworld looks looks cool. Like I, I like. I guess the what concept bo- is what pulls you, you in. You know what bothers and me? And the AI getting privy to it no. is, is what finishes it out. I'll, I'll tell you about Westworld. I okay, think why I'm go. getting such a negative, why you're getting such a negative vibe from me on it, like everything about it, I feel like I should have liked. And the only thing I can equate it to is like the only other off the top of my head, like Game of Thrones. Brian, I'm going to just flip the script for a second. Okay. When I watch Game of Thrones, I remember like from the very beginning of Game of Thrones, from like the very first episode where uh, Jamie and Cersei push a brand out, out the window, right? Spoilers. Yeah, That's too bad. Legit, the first episode. Literally the right? first, like, like the last scene of the first episode. I remember from episode one of that, I was glued hooked. When yeah. I watch it now. I was not. See, I was. And when I watch it now, like I feel like that hour, hour and change goes by in a in in a flash. Westworld. I would watch it like the first episode I was like, all right, this is kind of cool. And I kind of remembered the old Yule Brenner movie. So I kind of knew where it started. But then like I found myself every week I would watch it. Like all of a sudden I'd start texting or going on social media on my phone. Then I'd start like it'd be on in the background. I'd be working on a Sunday night on my laptop. You didn't you weren't paying attention. No, because it missed all the intricacies. it, it, It never hooked me. There was uh, there's a term of the day is layers. There were so many layers when it came to Westworld that that's what pulled you in. Every time that you thought, the farther that they got into the season, at the same time they're peeling back this other layer where it's showing that the AI is getting. Um, they're like starting a, to remember some of their memories and different things that has happened to them. And it still yeah. and it still <laughs> didn't give you what was going on. It was just like it wasn't putting all the pieces. Okay, to be clear, I also realized that some of the characters in Westworld were. Remembering memories from when they played characters prior, like different different characters they were playing prior, it was just it was really really unique, like, really different, really awesome. Like I said, I I comprehend it intellectually. <laughs> I understand what they did. I just didn't like it. I thought it was I thought it was I thought a lot of it was I think a lot of it was telegraphed. You know, of course, I tuned uh, back in to watch to to catch the, the last big, episode. The big the big things that happened weren't telegraphed at all. I thought they were the big reveals that happened. There were a couple different ones that were like just what? fantastic. Spoilers! If 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 you haven't watched Westworld yet, fast forward don't, to to, don't to forty minutes. What? <laughs> you don't want to lose people. Like what was it? What was not tele? What name one thing that wasn't telegraphed? Really? You're gonna do this right now? Well, what else are we gonna do it? Uh, uh, what's his face was Bernard? Yeah, Bernard was, you know, one of the AIs, one of the robots. That was a huge one. Eh. Uh. Uh. <laughs> they oh set the God. whole they set the whole show up where the entire thing w- was basically if you couldn't see that by the end of that season one, the big payoff was going to be okay because they they led you into it. Okay, you got all the people in the what's what's the lab place place that runs the whole thing. 
whatever the name of that the, the company was. Yeah, yeah. You're watching it. If you didn't figure out by what episode four or five somewhere in there, okay, half these people are going to be AIs, and now it's just a matter of them telling us, "Ooh, who's going to be the big twist that was an AI?" It reminded me of that like, was one. The other one was there was two different timelines going on throughout the whole show. You didn't realize it until they came together at the end. Yeah, the I'll give you that one. That was cool. That part was cool. I will, I will give you that part. And the best part was is so even while you have all that going on, you're, you're seeing the evolving of the uh, Hopkins character, where like he's you can just realize that he's just alone. That like he built this world for himself. See, I'm going to give Fury credit on one thing is is I had forgotten about the dual timeline piece. That was one even as I was half watching on my laptop <laughs> when that payoff happened. When that payoff happened, I was like, all right, that was cool. That was. But honestly, what I'll probably do is when season two starts, I'll I'll turn it on. And I'll I'll try to see if it drags me back in. We hope we get some Samurai World and season two. Now, if if they start doing, I saw that. If they start doing that, uh, so you watched more than six episodes. I've watched. Sounds like you went right to the end. I've watched all. Like like I said, I I can say that I I sat and I. You didn't lose your mind when all of a sudden she's just standing there and she realizes she's only one subset of like this huge company that all these other worlds are happening. No. Do you not like sci-fi? Really, really I do like sci-fi. Like like, oh, that's one of those things where I, I, the concept of it and, and everything had me hooked right from the get-go. And this other shows, like, for instance, Game of Thrones, it wasn't until, like, episode six or seven where I really was finally like, all right, I, I'm into this show. And then obviously the big thing, second to last episode, where I was really hooked and I had to keep watching. Um, like, I just kept watching because at that point in time, I was so invested. Yeah, Game of Thrones it built off of the slow burn where you get invested into the characters so that when they either die or ultimately survive, like, you're hooked in, in that type of emotional grip. But Westworld, it's the, the beauty of that. It's the concept because everybody <laughs> wants to be the latest in technology. Everybody wants to try this sort of, like, VR. Um, right now in the Fury household, uh, Julian's got the PlayStation VR. Oh, and from God. what I understand, that's all he's been doing. Yeah. I, I see it on social media all the time. Do you know what I mean? And like, but it's, it's a wild thing to think about because it's, it's just this new uh, vice that just people are starting to dive into. It yep. was all awesome. The whole thing was awesome. It's, a, it's such you know, a else good, is awesome. smart show. What's that? Jessica Jones, new season this, this year. New season of Jessica Jones, which is arguably the best Marvel who Ah, come now, you're just going against the grain. No, no, look, arguably first season of Jessica Jones is just as good as the first season of Daredevil. Yeah, but see, I like the Punisher more than the first season of Daredevil. Ooh, see, season one is much better than season two. Punisher's only in like half the episodes of that season. Now I haven't watched Punisher yet, but Jessica Jones was amazing. Yeah, you gotta watch. You gotta watch Punisher. Through. You gotta watch Punisher. I will. Nothing but wrong. I will. Jamie, why are you sitting back in your chair you there? I like pal? Jessica Jones. Well, no, sometimes I just like to let the uh, let the conversation between you guys flow. Oh, right. Fury and I have been going I back forget. and forth. Yeah, he, he, he hasn't watched any Marvel. He only loves DC stuff. He'll watch all that. That's Flash not and true. I, I do. I do love all the Supergirl CW shows. Else. Black Lightning starts. Yeah, do we cover Black he's, Lightning? He's excited for this. Black Lightning starts. I think January fifteenth on the CW. Enough. It's not part of the Arrowverse, but it. But it's. How it's, do you feel, Jamie, about Krypton? Have you heard about that show? Yes, I, I have. I know Scotty hasn't. He lives under a rock. I have. Uh, kryptonite rock? <laughs> <laughs> it's a show on the Sci-Fi Network yeah. about Krypton. What Krypton? Um, I think it's like Superman's great-grandfather, or grandfather's going to be like the star. I think it's, I think it's like, the grandfather. Like, it's yeah, like, like, it's like, like the, the lead-up to... Oh, Joel, yeah. What? Yeah. That was his father. No, no, no. Jarl was his father. Joel was his grandfather. 
anyway, regardless, regardless, the show is going to be based on Krypton, and it's going to be based around him, and it's going to just be like a day in the life of Krypton type of stuff. It's going to be a show on sci-fi. It's going to be pretty awesome. Very excited it for it. It should be cool. It should be cool. You think so, though? Yeah. Do you think sci-fi's got the money to put out a good show? Why don't they? Why wouldn't they? They made Sharknado. I rest my case. Aren't they owned by like? <laughs> U- aren't they owned by like Universal or yeah, Universal, Universal NBC? USA? Whether or not they're owned, mm. usually the like sci-fi exclusive stuff does not get the budget. Like we're not talking. Oh, it'll be fine. Yeah. What about Castle Rock? You know anything about Castle Rock, Jamie? I don't know anything about Castle Rock. That new. Uh, it's a show on Hulu. Based on Stephen King and Stephen okay. King novels and characters and stuff, there's not much known about it because it's a Stephen King secret. Do you, type of do thing, you know? Do you know? I've never. I said this to my wife over the Christmas break, and she couldn't believe it. Do you know? I've never read a Stephen King novel in my life. Interesting. Never read one. At all. At all. Like even I in don't, school, like they didn't. No, I. All what, right. What Stephen King novel would they make you read in school? <laughs> Cujo. What, what school did you go to? <laughs> Jesus. That's Rhode Island for you, folks. <laughs> Yeah, no, I, I think Fear and I have had this conversation. I hate horror movies. Hate horror movies. I'm not a big fan of like horror, but I like thriller. Like I don't know. I look at Stephen King movies really as like horror movies. Pet like, Cemetery isn't a horror movie, right? To me. Like, but even those like high level of suspense. But like, I didn't see it. He doesn't like yeah, suspense. I enjoyed it. No, but it's different. Like, I have to go back. Like for some comparisons, like. Silence of the Lambs. Like I don't know. Do you, do you describe that as a drama? Do you I've never seen Silence of the Lambs. Oh, really? Come on. Really? Oh, see anything? Then. Anything in that series or just Silence of the Lambs? Not a single one. None That's amazing to me. Why? Silence of the Lambs is a great never, movie. Never did. So, so I've never seen the Godfather movies. No, no, no. But there's a reason. Same, for that. same type of thing. You, like at the time. But at at the, the time, time, I wasn't. Into you were like very mob like mob stuff. stuff, and I'm like, okay, that makes sense. Now I'm all about it. He watches The Sopranos to change his life. There's a new but movie coming out this year with De Niro and Pacino as mobsters and stuff coming out this year. Really? Yeah, it looks awesome. But yeah. No, the last one they were in. What was the last one they were in together? Uh, De Niro and Pacino. It was like ages ago, and like the stories are legendary. They hated each other so much they wouldn't be in the same scenes together. So that I, and uh, it, I, it was something like Truth or something to that. So effect. I can't remember the name of the movie. I, it'll come to me eventually. But and I guess there's like one scene where they're in a restaurant or a diner, and they actually actually had to use body doubles. Supposedly, really? because they didn't want to be in the scene together. Wow. That's how much they hated each other at the time. But you know, you brought up Sopranos. I was I was a big Sopranos fan. You know, we'll talk about the ending Righteous of Sopranos kill? another day. Is that what you were thinking about? What was that? Righteous Kill. I don't know. The, yeah, I don't know. I don't remember. I don't remember the name. Of it. I just remember that there. But there was one where they they hated. It's funny. Other. The Sopranos. I I watched the ending before I ever watched anything in the show, and I was like, wow, that was really weird. And I then just, when, and then when I watched the show, yeah. I thought it fit and worked perfectly. Like I said to Fury, I, I want to go back now that we have a year of Game of Thrones, a break. Go back and watch from the beginning. But, like, Sopranos was another one where, like, when you start to think about it, you forget all the little stuff that happened and, like, some of those little in-between seasons that was so awesome. Soprano was badass. Like, was it Steve Buscemi who was in it? Buscemi. Buscemi. Yes, he was. Mm -hmm. And, like, his whole, like, when he was on that series, it was so awesome. It was great. His entire character was amazing. Let's talk about, Scotty, I'm I'm just stealing your role here. I'm the one changing all the topics and stuff here. The, the the show. Well, I put that on there specifically for the you. The most anticipated <laughs> television <laughs> show of the when year. I, when I start to look at like big things happen in uh. 2018, I was like, well, Brian's on the show. I said, and when I saw this, <coughs> I go, if we don't mention this at least once. Now, for those that don't know, when you go into Brian's house, it's almost like a vintage uh, blockbuster major video. He has a giant wall. I mean, giant wall. It's an entire wall. Uh, it's now being shifted to Blu-ray, so it's not like he, he stays in the Stone Age. And he's got all these DVDs, right? <laughs> but not only are they in alphabetical order, 
I love that Scotty Slade DVDs are the Stone Age now. Thanks, thanks, right. pal. Not a problem. I have VHS tapes in my basement still. Yeah, of course you do. Um, Debbie does Dallas. Anyway, so he's got this giant. <laughs> Why? <What>? Really? <laughs> the only VHS I can think of right now. <laughs> Star Wars, all the Disney ones. Yeah, that too. Um, but Brian has all these type of seasons of television shows. But the one that when I used to go to his house uh, after chaotic shows, he would always pop in was Roseanne. Because it's, it's one oh. of the top three or four sitcoms of all time. And now Roseanne is coming back. I couldn't be more excited for a show to come back than Roseanne to come back. What I think is cool is they they literally got everybody back. All the initi- right? all both, the original cast. Both Sarahs are coming back. So awesome. Is it was Sarah's that her name? Well, Sarah was Sarah, one Sarah of the, Chalk was one of them. Yeah, it was one of the, the other girl from Scrubs. What, Becky. There. Becky's yeah. the character name, yeah. right? Both Beckys are coming back. I think that's yeah. really cool. Yeah, Goodman awesome. looks weathered. Well, you haven't seen Goodman in anything else, have you? Because you don't watch movies. No, he's been in a lot of stuff. I saw him in uh, Red State, right? That was... Uh, he's nobody, a, nobody watched that movie. He's underratedly <laughs> you, you been... Like, he's one of those guys who underratedly shows up mm-hmm. in, like, weird movies and, yeah. like, those, those he had roles. His whole, he had, like, a series to himself on uh, Amazon Prime. He was just awesome in 10 Cloverfield Lane. I never saw that one. Oh, really good. Heard that was really good. Really, really good. Yeah. But, I mean, look, Roseanne, The American Family... Wow, that's a bold <laughs> statement. Roseanne and Dan, the greatest television couple ever. Oh, no. Come on now. It's uncomfortable because for whatever reason, the biggest memory of Roseanne sticks out is the hurricane episode where they're locked, oh, behind, right, the, yeah. locked behind the couch. And someone, uh, DJ was getting too close to the window. They had to go get him. <laughs> something, something crashed through the window right where we were standing after they grabbed them. Ever since, because of that episode, anytime there's a hurricane, I don't stand near the window. <laughs> that that's the power of television. I'm so glad that you learned all your survival skills from 90 sitcoms. Where did you learn your survival skills? 80 sitcoms. <laughs> <laughs> money. That's <laughs> money. My butler taught me. He, yeah, he's like I love the Cosby Show, but Jamie's more in tune with the Cosby Show. You know, a lawyer and a doctor. I love the Cosby other. Show. See, I, I love the Cosby Show too. I just watched a couple episodes good. the other day. But Roseanne is the American family. See, I never watched Roseanne. It's because you're rich. I know. Why would you nope. not watch Roseanne? Honestly, he's rich. It, it, he Fur- can't relate in any way, shape, or form. Fury's actually hitting the nail absolutely on the head. We're actually <laughs> he's in, he's modified insulting me, but he's hundred percent right. There's nothing on that show, Roseanne, I can identify with. I lived the Roseanne the exactly. Connors lifestyle, my life growing up. There, there's and again, I, I'm not this for once, I'm not purposely trying to sound like a pompous ass. But no, the lifestyle I grew up in, there's absolutely nothing I can identify with on Roseanne. Mind blowing to me. There, there's nothing. I just like the, the. I think she is. I think she's crass. I think she's unfunny. You know. I think sometimes someone like the little. The, so you like Carlton Banks. <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> I hate to say it in a weird way. Yeah, I can. And that show's different. But yeah, I can identify war, more with the show. Well, how is it different? You're Carlton Banks. Well, you know, lived in a mansion. Grown up, you had a butler. Well, we didn't have an adopted cousin from. No, that's just from the, that's just the spin for good television. But everything else about the family, right? And to be fair, I did not have a butler growing up. You had a maid. Sorry, anyway, I had a maid <laughs> and a nanny. Did you? Yeah, <laughs> well, you had a maid and a nanny. You you never heard my that's nanny why story. He likes the nanny. <laughs> this, this is two in a row. <laughs> two in a row. No, so the story goes. I remember, um, and I I know it's going to happen. It's just a money joke. I didn't know that you. Yeah. We we well we, we had a housekeeper. We no. didn't call we didn't call it a maid. We didn't call her a maid. We had a housekeeper. And then we had I had a, I had a nanny growing up. And the story goes, it was a few years back. My father and I were actually in Hawaii at a God. Mm-hmm. We were at a 
at a private club that they belong to. They're not a country. It's an it's it's an, it's an outrigger. It's a we're at the outrigger canoe club, so we're on the ocean, and all these rich kids are playing with their nannies. And all these nannies, and this, like I said, this was hey, ten hey, years hey. ago, so I was in my thirties. We call them rich kids. You call them kids. Yeah, so all the kids are playing with their nannies, and all these nannies, you can just tell they're like these these twenty something smoke shows from, I mean, blonde bikinis, gorgeous. And I turned to my dad and I said, uh, "Hey, dad, I got a question for you." How he old goes, are you at this point? It was like ten years ago, so I was in my thirties. Um, actually, maybe longer than that because my daughter wasn't born, but I was still early, late twenties, early thirties. Turned to my dad and I'm like, "Hey, dad, I got a question for you." I said, just you see all the kids on there with their nannies? He goes, yeah. I said, why is it their nannies look like that and mine looked like Mrs. Doubtfire? And I swear to God, growing up, our my my nanny, Penny Kebler, spitting image of Mrs. Do- of Robin Williams' Mrs. Doubtfire. But hold on. So my, my father looks at me. And just like Penny, this, he, not he Penny's go, boat. Just like this. My father looks at me and goes, uh, guy, because I didn't get a vote. <laughs> and that was it. That was <laughs> his reasoning. How long so did like, you have the nanny for? Like, how old were you before they, they let the nanny go? Um, she was, she was like, nanny's a weird word, but like probably fifth grade through, shut up both of you. She brought me right through, uh, uh, manhood. (laughs) No, like she was like, her main job was like that, like from like, I hate you both so much. How old were you? Like fourth, like what's fourth grade? Like fourth grade, probably like five years. But then like she stayed on. She, 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 she stayed on with our family. She stayed on with our family until I really left for college. But like she wasn't much a nanny anymore. Like Alice. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, (laughs) Alice. You hate to say it. Alice is a perfect example. Like she'd do some housekeeping. Like we talked about my daughter earlier, who makes plans but can't drive anywhere. We're saying we're say Alice, Scotty. Brady Bunch. Brady Bunch. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, (laughs) look really confused over there. But like she'd she'd drive me to stuff, that kind of stuff. So. Right when yeah, you're in college, just a slave. No, basically. through no, she wasn't. Penny was like Penny's like a member of our family. Is God she, bless her. It, Pen, oh. Penny's still alive. Oh, she is. Yes. So what is she doing for work? Well, she's very old now. She's probably I mean, she, just retired. She's in her nineties. She's she pension, living in like a yeah pension from the Jamikowski family. Yeah, but no, my my nanny looked like Mrs. Doubtfire. But that's why you don't but, like Rose. But getting back to Rose, no, did I you have a, did you have a person that worked the lawn too? Like yeah, we have, we have landscape. Like, yeah. no, 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 not a landscape company, just one one person. No, 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 we had, we had a landscaping company. <laughs> we had a landscaper. Helped with the... Go on. Yeah. <laughs> Go on, bring it back to Roseanne. But you hit the nail on the head. I don't find that show that funny because I can't identify with, with, with a thing on it. When I do catch it, like, I don't hate it, but when I pop it on, it's like sometimes some of her comebacks and some of the comments, I go, yeah, anybody has to find that funny. I think we all sit there and go, oh, God. I wish I could say that to some of the people in my life when she bangs out, but no, I never, I never really like got hooked on it. It's you and who else? Somebody else loves Roseanne and our. Everybody does, True. except for you. Yeah, I'm not. I don't think Crockett does. I don't think. I don't think there's a person other than up until you. I didn't expect that's a curveball. I didn't realize Roseanne was something that you just didn't like. I t- uh, it doesn't relate. I don't relate. It doesn't get it. Huh. Roseanne's amazing. I couldn't be more excited for oh. it to come back. On that note, there's only one more thing that we need to ask what everybody uh, is, is what you guys are most excited for for 2018 just as a whole. Is there one thing that you're looking forward to? doesn't matter what it is. <coughs> that's, a, that's an interesting question, Scotty. Uh, you you better say your wedding. Yeah, I was going to say, it's you, you, There's only one answer for you. I'm looking forward to my honeymoon <laughs> after my wedding. <laughs> where, are you, where are you going? Do you know yet? Uh, we're gonna go to Vegas. Oh, good for you! Yeah, we're gonna go to Vegas. Um, but yeah, no, the wedding is awesome. We we're back into planning that and going forward with that because we took a couple months off because we did a whole bunch right up front, and now it's back down to the. And when is the wedding? What month? October. Oh, good. And then when Nikki goes to 
Las Vegas, you're going to introduce him to Zane? Well, I was going to say this off the air. I'm like, if you're going to Vegas, now that you know that, let me know. Okay. Because we can... That will do. Because I I need to get your wedding gift of some kind, so maybe we can... Now we're talking. I guess now we're going to invite Jamie. (laughs) (laughs) I got you something for your honeymoon on your... (laughs) I I was just pointing at you because I was like, yes, you did. I was like, what uh, what, what are you most looking forward to? Gosh, I, I, are you just talking pop culture or, or, in, just in, or general. in general? Just because this is the this is the episode for that the the year of two thousand eighteen. We're not gonna go back and do any more type of. Uh, looking I, I'm forward. I'm I'm looking forward to see uh, what my future brings now that I have uh, more free time and less responsibilities. Oh. Okay. How's that? What what about you, Scotty? Said, what are you well, looking you know forward what to? I'm most excited about coming heavyweight champion of Catholic wrestling. So. <laughs> On that note, does, does he not know that was actually in the purchase and sale agreement <laughs> that Scotty Slade can never be heavyweight champion? No, you did a good enough job when you owned it, so that's not a problem. So we're gonna take a break. When we come back, uh, we're gonna we're gonna talk a little NFL. We're we're gonna see uh, who everybody thinks is gonna be the uh, Super Bowl champs for 2018. So you're listening to For the Pops on the NEI Pop Network. After these messages, we'll be right back. You know the New Age Inside Wrestling Show is the premier place for wrestling fans to connect, discuss, and to be heard. But what if we told you that there's also a show for fans of all kinds to do the same? That show is Late Night Liam. Show hosted by myself, Liam Stryker. And me, Bill Neville. Join us immediately following NAI Pod every Wednesday as we dive into pop culture, sports, current events, and more. Can't listen live? No worries. Late Night Liam can be downloaded on demand exclusively on the NAI Network channel. Available on iTunes, Stitcher, Podomatic, and all podcast platforms. Once again, join Late Night Liam live every Wednesday following NAI Pod. When you and fans of all kinds can connect, discuss, and be heard. I'm DC Matthews, the Pope of Positivity. And I'm Doc Manson, the only actual doctor talking about wrestling on the entire internet. At least until facts prove otherwise. And each weekend on the NAI Network, DC and Doc talk. We might talk about wrestling, but we probably won't. Maybe I'll just eat a bowl of cereal for 30 minutes, live, on the air. It's entirely possible. It's happened before. Check out DC and Doc talk every weekend on the NAI Network. You are listening to For the Pops on the NAI Pop Network. I'm Jamie Jamikowski, who I'm here with my ongoing, constant, and permanent co-host, the one and only Scotty Slade. And we have our guest this week, the Lex Luthor to my Superman, the Joker to my Batman, the the person who finds all my failings in my life. Please welcome back Brian Fury. Getting everybody fired up here. You are. I'm telling you that there, there's definitely an, an, a different energy. Bringing some life to this podcast. There's definitely some energy in here today. Uh, much needed. So, you know, what we do sometimes is we record these podcasts a little bit ahead of time, and we're kind of sitting here in early January. We've all just come back from the holidays. And what's hitting right now... By, come, a, by all of us come back from the holidays, you mean you are coming back home, and we're just still here. Yeah. Well, I kind of view it as like a return from the holiday season. Okay. All right, fine. I just came back. <laughs> much, much mahalo. Mele kalikimaka. I'm back on the mainland right now. And uh, football, the uh, NFL playoff season is starting to kick off right now. And we have all kinds of stuff going on just this week. This, these huge revelations for, about the Patriots, their ownership. We've got the wild card game starting as we speak. 
Yeah, so when people listen to this, they're going to just see how right I was about everything. Are they? Well, you, know, th- you know what the amazing thing is, Brian, that I can guarantee you that Scotty Slade's favorite team will win the Super Bowl. Oh, yeah. Because depending on who's in the well, Super at least Bowl. four of them are in there. Yeah. So go ahead, Slade. So, you know, we're, we're, I'm going to put you on the spot. NFL wildcard playoffs are starting today. Yep. Who are you picking? Who's your team? Who's your team that's going to go all the way? It's going to be Pat Saints in the Super Bowl. Pat Saints in the Super Bowl? Saints, huh? Yep. Why the Saints? So, and now I'm, you know, I'm getting a little nervous. Huh? This is Scotty's thing, in case you didn't know, Jamie. Scotty is the biggest, most habitual gambler that I know. Okay. Like, especially sports betting stuff. As you see this piece of paper in front of us here, he's got... This he, neg- he, has, he has the lines on it. Oh, oh, he's yeah. he's insane. Yeah. I didn't know that. He is. A that's, why, that's why I like going to Vegas. He's if a, if sports betting became legal all over the country. I'd so be, do you do like DraftKings and all of that? So I do FanDuel. Okay. But it was getting to the point that I walked away from FanDuel. Really, you're yeah. an addict. Nah. The, the problem was is like the difference with like the FanDuel and the fantasy stuff is. Um, <laughs> Granted, you need luck in in all sports sort of things, but it's still the fantasy driven where you're looking for individual players. Yeah. But at least with pure sports betting, I could bet on teams. Okay, gotcha. So like, it doesn't ruin the game for me if all of a sudden Drew Brees throws for six touchdowns. So you prefer betting on games and lines and all that yes, stuff? Yes. Then individual. I know a guy. I know a guy in Chelsea. I do. I know. I know a guy. You can look. after the show's over, I'm gonna give you somebody's number. You call my buddy. He'll take care of you. Don't you worry. But yes, I'm I, the Saints. The Saints and the Pats. I'm assuming are going to be the ones in the Super Bowl. How's like you're going to be, Brian? Like in two months, when Slade calls and he's like, "Yeah, I can't. Uh, I got to take some time off from chaotic. <laughs> uh, both my knees were broken by somebody." It's just yeah, old age. So what about you, Jamie? <laughs> yeah, it's so old. You, you you want my you want my Super Bowl pick? Yeah, well, See, I, I'm going to be a homer and and I'm going to pick Patriots. I actually think it's going to be Patriots Vikings. I think it's going to be Patriots Vikings. Um, which I think would be amazing because it'll be the first time ever when a Super Bowl team basically has a home game because Super Bowl's in Minnesota this year. Yeah, I hope for that when it was hosted. I would have picked. I I would have had more faith in the Eagles coming through, but once once Wentz went down, they're just, they're just not the same team. If you know, if I was kind of going through the list, if I was going to pick an upset, we would have known. Actually, it doesn't matter because I'm going to do a little. I'm going to shelter myself on my thing. I actually think if um, Lashawn McCoy was healthy. I think Bills would have beaten the Jaguars. No. Yeah, I think Bills would have beaten Jaguars no. in Jacksonville. Yeah, absolutely. No way. If, but again, we'll never know because I'm saying if LaShawn McCoy was healthy. He's he's game time decision yeah. and he won't be 100% regardless. So I would I would actually pick Patriots Patriots Vikings. Fury. It's tough for me. I am still a very big believer in the Eagles even without Wentz. I think Wentz they were an elite team and they were very close to unstoppable. I think with Foles, they're still amazing and really good. But it's, uh, Rams, too. I've, I've, yeah, I left Rams off that list. No, uh, it's, uh, d- by the way, I know this is going to air in three weeks, but the Falcons are beating the Rams. When? That's what you're thinking. You think? Yeah, the, the Falcons the are playing card? the Rams today. No, I don't, I don't think yeah, they're today. They're playing tonight. I don't think so. I don't so. think so. Yep. I mean, that, that's. I think that's obviously the game of the week this week. But the Rams, ah, man, they're so young. They're so good. You know, Gurley is just yeah, he's insane. He's insane. What'll be interesting with the Rams is, will the Rams be one of these teams now where because they're so young, they start a dynasty? Because they're so young, they're well-coached. Or I was actually having this conversation with um, with uh, Malonis from the Wrestling Podcast about nothing. Yep. Another friend of ours. 
as versus remember last year, last year the Cowboys were this year's Rams. Yeah. We had Dak Prescott, Elliott, Des Bryant was is on the team. And this year the Cowboys were terrible. And don't give me this crap because Elliott got suspended. Of course, it's a huge thing. Really? Because I, I know another team that had an MVP and all-star quarterback get suspended for four games, and suddenly, you know, they, they still won three out of four, and they were in the Super Bowl. The Giants, uh, the Giants, the Cowboys screwed up when they didn't let Elliott set up those first, yeah. the first I, game. I'll agree with, right. agree with Fury, yeah. That because they dragged it out, that's what caused all the issues. Yep. But no, I, th- I think, kind of I, their whole I think it's away. an organizational situation. It's, it's an organizational thing. I think of some organizations that are, Built and prepared for adversity and changes. Like the, you don't like the owners of the Cowboys? Oh, no, the owner of the Cowboys? No. I feel like that's like the Jamie Jamikowski of uh, independent wrestling. Uh, sort of, <laughs> no, I, I don't think I don't think I ever even even independent wrestling when other people were working for me in certain roles, I never stuck my nose in to the extent that he does. You know, you, you hear stories about him down on the sideline making game and personnel decisions during games. No, 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 no. That, that's not me. I just find it funny with all the with all the talk and how powerful the Chiefs looked at the beginning of the season, and how quickly they're being written off. Oh yeah, I mean they'll they'll beat the Titans, but they're not going to go any farther than that. But but the the Chiefs were were really three different teams this year. I think they start off with they start off five and zero, oh, then they lost like a whole run in the middle. They ended the season strong. I still think they're going to collapse, but yeah, the, 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 the Rams are the new Chiefs. Again, I, I think it. everybody in New England is. is I, I would have loved to have seen Buffalo beat Jacksonville. I don't think that's going to happen now. No, I think Jacksonville has a good chance of going to the Super Bowl. Actually, really, uh, Bortles aside, I think their defense is so good that there's a good chance they can, you know, win themselves all the way to the Super Bowl. How, how much stock do you put in for the playoffs, though, having been there before, in some way, shape, or form? See, I think that's going to be the problem with. On the AFC side, I think that's going to be the problem with either the Jaguars or the Chiefs. No, I, Chiefs, I just don't think are that good. I think Steelers or Patriots can beat the Chiefs hands down. I think Jacksonville, what's going to happen is between Bortles and just lack of playoff experience, I think that's what's going to hurt them in the playoffs. Jags are, uh, and again, I, I know I'm not allowed to say this, and thank God Malonis isn't our guest this week. Even at Gillette, a healthy Steelers team worries me. Oh yeah, I mean the Steelers if they're fully healthy, they yeah they're uh, healthy yeah. Steelers because but now, they're not healthy. Brown, I don't care what anybody says, even if he's back on the field, a calf injury like that, like no, he's not gonna be able to play the way that he should be able to play. Good, and I and again nothing against. I hope he's not <laughs> because I think a healthy Steelers team, especially the way they lost that the regular season game, I think you've got a, a pissed off Steelers team coming in. I, I think they could beat the Patriots. I think there's a lot of turmoil going around in the Patriots and for better or worse. Patriots usually tend to turn that stuff, you know... Bulletin board material. Yeah, oh, let's throw it up there and make it our rah-rah thing. But, I mean, don't get me wrong. Like They've had a... They've, this is the most vulnerable I think they've looked in a very long time. And, obviously, they have the greatest quarterback of all time playing for them, right, Scotty? Well, Joe Montana has not come out of retirement. So, the... <laughs> <laughs> so, I, I think, Slade, you, may, you and I may have spoken about this before. My two favorite quarterbacks all of all time are Joe Montana and um, Tom Brady. So, a few years back, I was at the, I actually went to the Football Hall of Fame in Canton. Kind of cool. I'm not a big, like, I know some of the guys we know, they do, like, annual pilgrimages to the Baseball Hall of Fame. I don't do that, but I went to the football one. And they had this really cool display at the time. It was um, 
Brady's jersey and helmet in the same case as Montana's. <laughs> and they kind of drew the parallels because they and I'm like, right. this is the greatest thing ever. I took a picture. I think it was like my my Facebook cover shot for a few weeks. Mm-hmm. Problem was, it's like you look at that case. Then the next step you took, it was David Tyree's uniform with the helmet and the ball still stuck to the helmet. Oh, and I'm yeah. like, well, that just really sucked. That took all the wind out of my sails <laughs> going from Brady and Montana. So, Fury, I have a question for you before we wrap up this segment. Okay. Again, I was talking to Malonis about this the other day. All the coaches' openings that are coming up this year, I think there are six of them. There's um, Well, they announced today that right. the Raiders. We'll, we'll pretend Raiders is still available. Okay. Right. So of all of the coaching jobs that are available, I think we've got Raiders, Bears, Giants, the Bengals we thought was going to be available, <laughs> but then – <laughs> Talk about a cluster F of an organization. Do you know when they when the Bengals announced that on Twitter and I was reading the comments? Yeah. Holy Toledo! You want to talk about how mad the fan base yeah. is? Yeah, yeah. But you got uh, the Colts is still out there. We said Raiders, Cardinals. If you were head coach, which which you think is the best coaching job to take that's available? And again, pretend Raiders is still out there. And then which one wouldn't you touch with the ten foot pole? You gotta say, if you want to test yourself, you go to New York. I mean, that's in any sports franchise, right? I think, I think so you would go to New York? Yeah, th- I think you could go to the Giants. That's that's the big thing. They're going to have a high draft pick this year. They also still have Eli, whether you're going to keep him or trade him or d- whatever you're going to do with it. Like, There's a lot of options going on there. It's a good, stable organization mm-hmm. uh, it, in the biggest media market in the world. Like, well, yeah, You're also going with a little bit of prestige, too. High risk, high return, that if you if you can win with the Giants, you're winning on the biggest stage. Yeah, you're, yeah, you're, t- you're setting you yourself up. You can make it in up. New York, you can make it anywhere. Which one? Which one wouldn't you take with the touch with the ten foot pole? I would just stay away, probably from Chicago. Yeah, yeah. Slade, I'd go Oakland. You would go Oakland. I think cars. If cars managed right, I think Carr can be <coughs> uh, a top five, top six quarterback. And they've already got some pieces there. The problem is, is just like health. But with the move and the shift to the location, I think it might revitalize the. The organization. You just want to go to Vegas. Yeah, that's, that's what I was going to do. That's all I want to do. I'm going to be the Pete Rosa managers. See, I think I think the Colts would be an attractive one if you know you're going to have a healthy Andrew Luck. Which is, we don't which know is, that. Which, that's a huge question mark. But I think Colts is, is an attractive one. I do tend to agree with Fury that if, if you want to really go for, you know, all or nothing, you take the New York job. And I, I've, I've, we've spoken about this before. It came up on somewhere else once. I actually... Growing up, I was actually a big Bears fan too. So, like my my really good friends growing up, they were from Chicago. They used to watch all the Bears games. So I've always liked the Chicago Bears. Even so, whew, that team looks bad. They got like nothing. They have no personnel. They have a high paid backup quarterback. They moved up to get a terrible, not a terrible starting quarterback. But that would be a tough one. And my prediction is here's my other prediction. I bet you that one of the Patriots assistant coaches ends up in Chicago. You think Chicago? Huh? I think Chicago. I think. And I'm going to pretend again. We'll know by the time this airs. I don't know what all this Belichick stuff is. I'm assuming Belichick's going to stay here. I think McDaniel's either goes to Colts, or I think McDaniel's going to the Giants. I think Patricia goes to the Bears. Let's send Let's send Bill to the Giants and make McDaniel's our head coach. Doesn't matter. Jimmy G next year is going to take the Niners to the Super Bowl. <laughs> Underratedly, fear the only other one we didn't bring up. I hate when people say Jimmy G. Jimmy G. That, that I think is another train wreck. Is that Cardinals job? Yeah, I, I I was all in on not wanting the Bears, Jimmy not wanting the Bears' job, until Malona said to me, "Oh wait, the Cardinals." And I'm like, "Ooh, that's a bad one too," because you know Fitzgerald's going to want out. Yeah, I'm surprised he played this year. Yeah, he's really up there. Where's he going? 
Oh, he got his education offline. So that commercial. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. All right, Garoppolo. so Garoppolo. So, so we no wait. You didn't. You one thing we didn't do. We might as well do it now. What? So you have Saints Patriots, right? Yeah. Who wins? Oh, good grief! You got to pick a winner. Scotty is a Drew Brees mark. I am. I'm going to go to the Saints. Saints are the winners this year. Fury, who'd you end up picking in the Super Bowl? You never. I you never gave an I answer. Put it down to two teams. I'll say. Um, I'll say Rams Patriots with. Maybe the Rams winning by All two, right. and I have I have Patriots Vikings with the Patriots going over. So there are bets. We'll know shortly after this podcast airs who's right, who's wrong, and Scotty. Regardless, Scotty Slade buys us all dinner. So when we come back, I'm Perfect. so excited. I've been looking. You know, I <laughs> like I Strega, said that right? Strega Steakhouse. I said that I've been very nervous about having <laughs> Brian Fury as our guest. I'll see him. But now that he's here, I'm looking. I've been looking forward to this part. For months now. Suddenly, I'm nervous. Now, I was ready for it. I've been looking forward to this sudden. forever. When we come back, we're gonna have our our standard, our regular. We're gonna have our traditional for the pops pop quiz with Scotty Slade versus Brian Fury right here on for the pops on the NAI Pop Network. After these messages, we'll be right back. I'm Anthony Stefano. I'm Glenn Rodriguez. I'm Phil Cataldo. What do we know about wrestling? We don't just know wrestling. We live it. Every week, the fans on social media disrespect each other. Welcome to the consequences. WWE, New Japan, the Indies, we're talking about all of you. We shield wrestling fans from injustice. Every Friday. On the NAI Wrestling Network. The hounds are here. Anthony Stefano, Glenn Rodriguez. Phil Cataldo. This, this is Rant with, with Ant. Ant. My name is Jason Malta. I am Liam Strager. And I'm Bill Neville. And live every Wednesday night on NewAgeInsiders.com and the Mixler app, we're taking topics and thousands of fan perspectives and bringing them to your airwaves. And don't forget, we'll be live and taking your calls before and after every single WWE pay-per-view that we do not attend. But wait, there's more. You can also subscribe to our Patreon page by visiting Patreon.com and searching for New Age Insiders. And with plans starting at just $2 a month, there's an affordable option for everyone. Monday Rewards, Tuesday Rewards, exclusive pay-per-view rewards exclusive shows why wouldn't you become a patreon and we will see you wednesday night at eight o'clock we out and welcome back to for the pops on the NAI Pop Network. Well, I am Jamie Jemikowski, joined by my instrumental section, Scotty Slade, and our special guest this week, we have Brian Fury from the New England Pro Wrestling Academy, new owner of Chaotic Wrestling, legendary pro wrestler here in New England, and a, a pop culture maven just a yeah. pop culture when you think pop culture you think brian fury i mean really this might be my biggest challenge yet i have to say this has probably been the most spirited show we've had so far i tell you I, when I, like brian's my go-to for all type of pop culture really you you could be in trouble this week because we are now it's now time for every single time every single show we do this this is the for the pops 
pop quiz. This is where we have five pop culture questions that I've pulled from the world of pop culture. And uh, what we've done, though, this week is we've changed it a little week, a little bit. We've changed it. I've been inspired, Scotty Slade, by you in the last few podcasts. Oh, brother. Where this we week, go. we have four regular questions. Then for our fifth question, it will be a lightning round, back and forth round in the not, world of pop not culture. Not much of a lightning round. It's going to be Scotty or okay. Ron. Brian gets it right. <laughs> but Amen. as always, we're going to start with question number one. This must be. That's usually where you start. Right. Question number one. Every week I go to my 14-year-old daughter, Nikki. You can find her on, on Twitter. She's at Nikki Josephine. Oh, N-I-C-C-I-E okay. is how you spell her first name. Nikki Josephine on Twitter. And we get some kind of a current. Uh, now, now, Brian, we need you to put down your phone, please. I'm trying to follow your daughter. Uh, okay. N-I-C-C-I-E. <laughs> you got her, Josephine? Did she no. Did nope. she th- Wait, let me see. I don't know. I can't see. I can't see that far. What if she tweeted? A, what if she tweeted? <laughs> no, no, that's <laughs> that's definitely not her. And I see, N I C C I E J O J O. There she is. All right, great. She didn't, she didn't tweet about it, right? Now Brian Fury's now following my daughter. This this ends well. Anyway. Yeah, she is. There she is. I haven't seen her in a while. No, she's she's getting older now. She's anyway. So we get, I always get some kind of teen slang or, or current terminology that the kids are using today. All right. And you guys have to define it. So question number one, what does yeet mean? Yeet. Can you use it in a sentence? I can use it in a oh, sentence. Yes. Yes, ready? I've watched the uh, like spelling bees and stuff. I can ask these types of well, questions. I, I you would... guys need to define the word yeet. I just used it in a sentence. I'm not giving any clues. That's not how this works. Yeet. I, I, you know what we got to do one day, one time, Fury, is we got to hook up like one of those one of those blood pressure and heart rate monitors to Scotty Slade so we can monitor him through the whole show and then watch what happens to him when we start the quiz. I've never seen somebody get so nervous when it comes time for a pop culture quiz. So yeet. We need you guys to write down your answers. Don't show each other. Now, if... We do keep track of all the winners and losers. If you go to forthepops.com, you can see Yeet. the current standings. Okay, we need an answer. Yeet. <laughs> um, all right, Fury, we need an answer. All right, hold on. Yeet. <laughs> what does this the term is so yeet? ridiculous. I tell you what, you're not looking Gucci right now, am I right? <laughs> oh, nice job. <laughs> Good job using a past term. <laughs> you are not looking Gucci. Somebody at my work used that word. I was so excited to be able to know what was going on. Yeah. Not as good as was she. Was she from South America? Nah. I was going to say it happened in the same company. Greatest. Fury, we need an answer. You don't get all day. Fine, I'll just write okay. that down. So Not we'll, even close. We'll start with Scotty Slade. What does yeet mean? I'm going to say it is a term for excitement, like aw yeet. Yeet okay. yeet. I just said nerdy. 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 Point to Scotty Slade. Yeah! Wait, you actually got it right? It's a term to express excitement, especially used in basketball when someone has shot a three-pointer that they are sure will go in the hoop. Yeet was a phenomenon started back in February of 2014, but it didn't really pick up until a kid who goes by the name Little Meatball posted a video claiming he can do it better than Little Terrio. So uh, we'll post, go to ForThePops.com. We'll Pure guess. I, I just... Assumed yeet. yeet and skeet were the same thing. Yeah, no. oh, skeet, skeet. Yeah, but, you know what? But those well, aren't. 
and alike at all. This is a, this is Let's a, not get into skeet. Yeet and skeet. <laughs> this is a legit term that I that I hear my daughter use all the time. Like when I told her the other day, hey, Woo. after I do the podcast on Saturday, we're going to go to Sephora for the annual sale. Oh, yeet was her oh, response. Yeet. Whoa, whoa. So, so while Scotty Slade taking the early lead. Absolutely disgusting. By knowing the definition of yeet. <coughs> Here we go. Question number two. I'm done for. That's it. Netflix has announced that Mad Men star Kiernan Shipka will be the star of what new series? An update of an ABC TGIF staple. So they just announced that, I believe in 2018, Mad Men star Kiernan Shipka will be the star of what new series? It's an update in ABC TGIF staple. They're both... Brian Fury is suddenly less excited for this pop culture no, quiz than he thought he was coming I just read in. a whole bunch of different Netflix news, too. This one just came out. I actually just got this one in the last 24 hours or so. Scotty Slade, deep in thought. You guys may not know this, but when I was in college, I was actually on the radio, and I used to do broadcast sports. And I feel like when we do these For the, spot, for the Pops quizzes, I have to go back to like my old play-by-play announcing, just where nothing's happening, though. Scotty Slade has submitted his answer. Like the match game, his little name thing has, has lit up. And I just wrote the wrong answer down. And Slade, I think you went first last time. So, Brian, we're going to go to you first. I just I saw that this is getting a comeback or something. Uh, Perfect Strangers is what I wrote. Perfect Strangers. Sky Slade? I just wrote Family Matters. Unfortunately, no points were scored. Woo! I'll take no points. Kiernan Shipka is going to be Sabrina Spellman. You know, was that on TGI? Yeah, it was. And it's the it's uh, going to be it's going to be Sabrina the Teenage Witch. It's going to be the origins and adventures of Sabrina. As that a, feeling you're having right now, Brian? I've had that many times. I just before. read this, but I don't remember Sabrina the Teenage Witch ever it's, being on TGI. It's a dark coming of age story that traffics in horror, the occult, and of course, witchcraft. It's just so, being called Sabrina, too. Yep. No, no points scored on that one. So angry. I just read it. As we go to question number three. What uber popular 2011 Ernest Klein sci-fi novel is slated to be a blockbuster 2018 movie? So, there's a science fiction novel written by Ernest Klein in 2018. I'm sorry, wrote in 20, 2011. That's scheduled to be a blockbuster movie in 2018. Oh, what's it called? What's it called? Fury? You should have an advantage. Because you should have seen... What? Um, I don't... Fury's written down an answer, but you can see he doesn't like it. No, I he's, like it, but I don't know if you're going to accept it. Uh-oh. Well, it, I'm going to accept it if it's the right answer. Oh, well, I'm, I'm just going to leave it at that. Like if you say Super Mario Universe. You know, one, more, uh, one more time, please. What was that? Um, what uber-popular <laughs> 2011 Ernest Klein science fiction novel is slated to be a blockbuster 2018 movie? You're going to see what you allow for a correct answer here. <laughs> it's either the name of the movie or not. Kind of. No, there's no kind of. There's a movie let's based see. on a book. All right, Scotty, let's go. By Ernest Klein. Rush with every other answer. Let's go. Now, if you give me another answer, I gotta like Google your answer. And if if, if in fact it's another sci-fi book by Ernest Klein okay, in 2011, I, know I know I'm trying to spill fill dead time fury while he does this. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Scotty Slade, please read your answer. Robocop. That famous 2011 <laughs> novel Robocop that the movie first came out when I was a teenager. Got. I wrote Maze Runner 3. Maze Runner 3. I don't remember the name of what it's supposed to be. 
They had they had individual names for the maze runners, but they're maze runner, blah blah blah. It's wrong on every level. Okay. The correct really? answer is is Ready Player One. Oh. I thought this was a layup for you guys because no, it's been. Like, it looks fantastic. Don't get me wrong. It looks awesome. Yeah, it was but a huge I, uh, book. No, okay. It was a huge book. All my. Surprised I've never heard of it. All, the only reason I thought you might have gotten it, Fury, and I almost gave away the clue, was the trailer's been out. Oh, yeah. And it it's very similar to, like, a, I don't know if you know anything about it. It's being compared to, a, like, a Who Framed Roger Rabbit <laughs> or what was the uh, Disney one, Wreck-It Ralph? Yeah. Wreck-It Ralph, where I guess, like, a whole bunch of the more modern video games. Part two of that comes out this year. Too. Are, are uh, kind of. Oh, neat. Yeah, I guess there's, like, Halo and all those so different. Are all yeah, Master Chief! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Better tell whoever it's Score this, uh, is still episode. one to There's nothing. A lot of yelling going Score on. Score is still one to nothing. Scotty Slade. Punch myself. We are on face. question number four. You can get two points on this answer. What? Okay. Actually, I'll give you up to three points. Ready? Just very angry right now. With WrestleMania 34 on the horizon. Ah, oh, jeez. It looks like Roman Reigns will be main eventing his fourth consecutive WrestleMania. What two people hold the record for the most WrestleMania main events? So here's what you can do. You get a point for each correct answer, and I'll also give a bonus point if you can name how many they've main evented. They've both, they've, there are two people who hold the same number. They've both made the same number. Who are they? And how many did they each main event? So they're, t they're tied. Correct. So you're going to write two names and one number. So, you know, it's, it's, it's Coco Beware. <laughs> and, uh, and, you know. <laughs> and the Repo Man. And the Repo Man. And the main event did 11 each. Brian Fury, was, Brian Fury was quicker on this one. Yeah, that one's easy. Uh, it's, the, it's the number. It's the number. It's, no, no, I'm saying that's what's... I, I, I got gotcha. you. So you think you know, you're confident on the two people. So I should just write down two points for you now, Slade? Like I said, Slade, on a future episode, I'm hooking you up to a heart monitor for this part. This is awesome. I love it's watching him. The more I think about it, right, then main events pop my head. I don't know. Yeah, but bullshit. You don't have to go against the, the wrestling rain man, Mark Boudry, on the last show like I did. All right, can we, we, we need some answers. I, I can't so wait to get to the lightning round. Two people down? Three people down? You're writing down two people. You said the top two people are tied? Yep, two people There's are tied. There's no chance. There's no two people. The two people are not tied for number one. You have to be wrong with this. No, I have it. And again, I, I have my information. Was this, was this self-documented? Um, you're saying main event is final match of the night, right? Okay, look. We'll, we'll get to the answers. And if we want to argue the answers, we'll argue later. Change right, everything. Hold on, let me, let me think one more time here. No, I mean, if I'm, I, I'm right, this, three, three people down. I'll be honest. I, I went on the interwebs. I got an answer. It looks right. I didn't go back and fact check every single piece of it, but it, it looks. I think it's right. Brian Fury counting on his fingers. Scotty Slade, like his daughter, he has colored blocks in front of him, trying to sound out the. Scotty Slade, very confident. I'm not very confident, but. Lean into your microphones, guys. Oh, sorry. I'm not very confident, but remember when uh, last show you started to lay all the names out? Yeah. That's what I started doing, right. and I just started to confuse all right. myself. All right. I'm just going with my Whatever. Card. Okay. I don't, have a number for, I don't have a number for one person, but I got numbers. Well, it's going to be the same number. You have two people. Two people have the same number. Sure. I wrote the same number down even though I don't You, you can only give me two names and one number. Okay. 
All right. Who went first? Uh, it went Slade first. I'll just go first. All right, you go first. Hogan Cena, six. Hogan Cena, six. No, Hogan and Triple H, seven. Possibly eight for Hogan. If you want to count WrestleMania nine. Hulk Hogan is correct. We have one point each. The score is currently Scotty Slade, two. Brian Fury, one. The other answer is Triple H, which gives another point to Brian Fury. And they've each main evented seven WrestleManias. Oh, that yeah. is two points to Fury. Fury has rocketed back and now, taken the now, lead. Now, do I get three to two? I should get something for saying wait, that. Wait, wait, why technically, he... WrestleMania nine. You know, I wrote eight in parentheses here. He had the final match when he beat Yokozuna and something. That so, counts as one of the seconds. seven. Hold on. Here, here's what I have for Hogan. Either way, Fury, you get the points. So Fury has taken a three to two lead. One, two, three, five, six, seven. Seven. He wasn't the main event of eight. He wasn't the main event of eight. He defeated Sid Justice by That's DQ, right, yep. and then Warrior did the run-in. <coughs> yeah, so yeah, those are the... And then seven was Yoko. Okay. So seven was the correct answer. Triple H uh, main evented 2,000, yeah, 18, 20, 21, 22, 25, and then 32. Good grief. What was that? You're off by one. Right now, Brian Fury up three to two. And the For the Pops pop quiz as we go into the final question. Now, this one's going to be a lightning round. And what I've done today is I took what you did to me last week or on the last show where you made Mark Baudry and I go back and forth guessing, um, you know, different chaotic facts and trivia and all that stuff. Here's what we're going to do this time. We're going to go back and forth. I have a category. And we're going to go back and forth. If you give me an answer, you get a point. If you don't give me an answer or you miss an answer, you don't get a point. We go back to the first person. We'll end the game when we've either run out of answers or we just get tired of doing this back and forth. Interesting. Okay. Uh, well, so you all ready? So we're going to start. We don't with need the... to write anything down. We're just going to nope, say them out loud. I have notes for myself, and depending yep. on what the category is. And again, if you name something that's been answered before, <laughs> you don't get, we'll just, no, say it, give a new answer. Yep. Okay. So our category is name the top 20. Highest grossing superhero movies. Tarzan was here. We'd of all time. Smoke. Top okay. 20. Top 20. Highest. You don't have to go in order. Okay. This is domestic gross, not taking into account inflation. Okay. I actually tried to do this in terms of inflation, but that just didn't happen. Who's going first? Uh, Brian, you're our guest. You get to go first. Avengers. Marvel's Avengers. That is the number one with over $623 million. Scotty Slade. Dark Knight. That is correct with number two with $534 million. Brian Fury. Iron Man 3. Iron Man 3 is correct. That is number six with $409 million. Iron Man 2. Iron Man 2 sneaking in under the wire at 18 with $312 million. Brian Fury. Dark Knight Rises. Dark Knight Rises at number four with $448 million. Batman Begins. I'm sorry, that's <laughs> incorrect. Correct. There's no, Batman Begins is not in the top 20 all-time domestic box office superhero movies. Duh. Brian Fury, back to you. <laughs> you have the chance to pull away. I love watching Scotty Slade lose. So no die. Um, 
I will say. <laughs> Spider-Man Homecoming. Spider-Man Homecoming is number 13 with $334 million. Wait to Fury. Right now, for those of you keeping track at home, the score in our lightning round, Brian Fury 4, Scotty Slade 2. And the question is to Scotty Slade. That is incorrect. Oh, come on! That's the better of the two. Better of the two. But there are three, and I will say Civil War. <laughs> Civil War is number seven on our list. Thank you. With $408 million. Scores now five to two in favor. Right. Thor Ragnarok. Thor Ragnarok is correct. At the time of this printing, which was on January 5th, $312 million. Ryan Fury. What number was that? 19. Batman v Superman. Batman v Superman Dawn of Justice is number 15 with $330 million. I too study at Box Office Mojo, Scotty Slade. It would have made it would have made $330,360,198 if Brian Fury had gone to go see it. Correct. But it was it was about $13 short than that. Deadpool. Deadpool is correct at number 11 with $363 million. It's one of the highest rated R-rated movies ever. Box office was. Well, this was right in Brian's. And I did not, <laughs> I did not, I didn't know this was going to be in Brian's wheelhouse. It was not me plotting against Scotty Slade this time. Uh, actually, uh, I believe Wonder Woman did really well at the box office. It had to. Wonder. Calm down. <laughs> well, you were like taking your time. You gave me I was looking at the list. Calm down. I was looking at the list. Wonder Woman is actually at number five with four hundred and twelve. So I've named million dollars. What, one, three, four, five. There's you have no, that's, you that's have, because that's the part of the paper. No, you, you don't have number three. He's leaning towards no. you. You have you have one, four, five, six, and seven. Logan. I hope what you're saying is you're you want to call Brian or Matt for an answer. That's not on the list. Wow. Brian, this is a runaway. So now this is basically, as our guest, you are just a, a cat playing with the mouse now. As long as you want to keep this going, we'll just keep going. You've, you've, you've won this category. You've won the For the Pops quiz at this what do you point. Mean? How many are left? One, two, three, four. How many are left? Hold on. He has seven. You have four. He was already up by one. That's 11, Scotty. There'd be nine left. It's simple math. Yeah. So yeah. it's still not over. Okay. He could... You've already gotten two strikes. No, there's no three strikes out. He said <laughs> we keep going until they're all named. Okay, we'll keep I'm going. I'm taking your rules. It's on, Brian. Is it Brian's turn? What was your last? Oh, you said Logan, which was wrong. Good, Brian? I'm coming back like a firing phoenix. Um, Spider-Man 2. Spider-Man 2 is correct to Brian Fury. Spider-Man 1. Spider-Man 1 is correct. Spider-Man 1 was at number 8. Spider-Man 2 was at number 10. Is there any in the top 10 left? You have number 3 and number 9 left. This is where you come apart and I come back and win. Um, I'm going to throw... Um, let's just throw Doctor Strange out there. 
Incorrect. Not, not in the top 20. Slade, there, there, I guess there's an opening for you now, Slade. That was actually the first one that Brian's missed in the category. Say Thor. The original? The original Thor. And folks, that's how you blow a chance <laughs> to make any kind of mount, any kind of a comeback. Uh, Guard, like, Guardians that, of the Galaxy. Guardians of the Galaxy is correct. That's number 14 with 333 million. Guardians of the Galaxy 2. I see what Slade's doing, but this is not how you're going to win, Scotty Slade. <laughs> that is at number nine. So the only one we have left in the top 10 is number three. Then you've got 12, 16, 17, and 20. So we've got one, two, three, four, five remaining. I think perhaps if Slade swept it, he might still have a chance. Spider-Man 3. And that should pretty much close the door on Scotty Slade. Pretty much, but not completely, right? Mathematically? Mathematically, it's 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9. Fury has 10. So he has a total of 13 right now. Slade has 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 10. Not mathematically out of it yet. Yeah, he's up by three. And there's five left? And there are four left. There's four left. <laughs> so you have to sweep them. I'm a little upset that we don't have number three yet on this list. Yep. This is the best, this is the best episode of the quiz ever. I'm, like, excited right now. So I will I will go with uh, Captain America's the Super Soldier, the first one, because I said Winter Soldier, and that wasn't on there. And you still don't get a point. Oh you can God. keep... Just Captain America could not be on anything. We haven't said the first Iron Man yet, have we? That's going to be number three. You have not said the first Iron Man yet. That's actually number 17. Okay. That's another point for me. Scotty? Say Mate. I got a sweep, right? Say Mate. No, you're out of it now. He's now up 14 <laughs> to 10. There are three left. You're out of it. All right. That's but do you want to play for respect? No, or you, no I'm You done. have no respect? I'm I'm I really want to know number three is now. I'm really... Okay. In reverse order. I mean, I haven't written them down like he was writing them down to keep them track, so I'm just number go Number on. 20, Man of Steel. All right. Number 16, Brian will vomit in his mouth a little bit. Suicide Squad. Really? That was that high? Yeah. And number three, I was actually surprised you guys didn't get it. I think you probably thought you said it, but nobody ever did. Uh, Avengers 2, Age of Ultron. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah, no, nobody did, did 459 million dollars. So once again, it's a familiar scene with some new faces. We want to congratulate our guest on his first ever win. On the For the Pop Spot <sighs> quiz, congratulations to Brian Fury. I think we've learned one thing here, Jamie, that neither of us can win any quizzes presented by the other person. Another crushing defeat for Scotty Slade. You know, we want to thank you, Brian, for coming in. Like I said, this is definitely the most energetic episode of For the Pops we've had thus far. We can't wait to have you back. I know. You know, one of these days, I know what, we, what I want to do is have Brian back on, but we basically just do, you know, I almost want to call it like, you know, Brian's Fury. Where basically we just go back on all of our old podcasts and he tells us all the things we suck at and he's disagreed with. That's because you guys have got numerous texts for me. Correct. But but what I'm thinking is, you know, now that the New Year's here and our set schedule settled down, we'll, we'll have Brian back. What we'll do is we'll basically just go back on the first bunch of episodes and let Brian have a little chat with us and give us his opinions. Otherwise, we will be back in two more weeks right here on the NAI Pop Network. For Brian Fury, for Scotty Slade, I am Jamie Jamikowski. Talk to you all soon.